When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is another edition of the Everything Medicare Podcast, and I am your host, as always, Christian Brindle, where every single week I bring you at least two podcasts where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Today is June 22nd of 2019, and I am just in a great mood. I love this this time of the year. It's officially summer. I love summer. Um... Back in 2017, my wife Stormy and I, we went and we spent basically nine, ten months of the year in Florida. And and there were parts of it I loved, there were parts of it I didn't love. But one thing I did love about Florida was it was basically summer-like all year long in comparison to where I'm from in Utah. And it's it's so strange because in Utah, the, the summer seems to be so short. You know, it seems to just come and go so quickly, but I love it when it's here. I'm just I'm not a big fan of snow. I don't ski, I don't snowboard. I don't do those kind of things. You know, I'm not your, your I'm not your typical Utah guy. You know, when you think of people from Utah, a lot of people think of Park City. They think of, you know, the slopes and those kind of things. I'm just I just don't not into it. I don't know. It just never happened. I've done it but I'm just not into it. And um, so I just love summer. I'm in a fantastic mood today because of this. And um, I hope I hope you are as well. And I hope this podcast finds you doing just fantastic. Now, before we start this episode, folks, I want to talk next week. I will be bringing you a very, very, very special interview with um, a gentleman by the name of Justin Brock. Justin is someone that has revolutionized how people get Medicare information over the years. And he's someone that I've learned a lot from, and I think he's someone that's going to be a treat to hear from. I'm, I'm going to be interviewing him next week. It will air next Tuesday. No, excuse me, not next Tuesday. Next Saturday, a week from today. Which, let me see what day that is. What day is next Saturday? That would be the 29th of June. 29th of June is the day that it will be airing. And um, Justin is someone that has helped a lot of people. Him and I have very similar stories, similar backgrounds. He started in the insurance business with his dad, same as me. Um, but he's he's revolutionized a lot of things in the insurance industry as far as how people are able to access and get information about Medicare. And um, I, and his agency is one of the largest in the country. He's a very well-respected and well-known name. And, so I'm, and he's just incredibly intelligent. And so I'm very much looking forward to speaking with him. And I'm very much looking forward to you being able to hear his insight on the Medicare industry. You, everybody has... I have not had one 
um, complaint about the interview sections of things. And so I'm really, really excited about this. You know, we've done interviews with um, several people now over the, the start on um, this year, and we're going to be keeping that up and bringing you more um, coming soon. Um, but you guys seem to like the interview formats. You guys drive the bus. You guys let me know what you like and what you don't like. And that can really help me bring you more content that you do like. Okay. And I always want to hear from you on what you want me to talk about, what you want to know, what questions you want answered. So before I start this episode, I want to just let you know that I will always take an email from you. If you want me to talk about something particular on an episode and you just don't feel like I talk about it enough or, you know, I don't feel, you know, it's a topic you haven't heard me talk about or whatever questions you have. It doesn't matter to me. I'm happy to take it into consideration. And if I get enough response about it, I might just do a whole episode about it. I might just mention it in an episode. So shoot me an email at Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B as in boy, Christian B at xmission.com. Just the letter X and then the word mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com. Christian B at xmission.com. And if you this is your first time listening to one of our episodes, folks, my name is Christian Brindle. My background is I grew up around the Medicare industry. My dad was um, one of the um, original, actually, Medicare agents and specialists um, in Utah. You know, he's one of the first people to do it back then. There's, there weren't even close to as many people that do it today. And I grew up around this industry, and he really was a pioneer in the Medicare industry in Utah and um, helped a lot of people in a various different ways, in various different situations. And um, when I was very young, actually, I mean, a lot of people would argue I'm still very young. I'm turning 27 in a few months now. But when I was very young, my dad brought me in and um, kind of taught me the business. And I got to work with him early on. And then um, years back, I created my own company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services, where we do the same thing that my dad's company does, you know. And um, I, I was so blessed and so fortunate to be able to learn from someone like my dad early on. And then because I was who I was, I, I have, I've had a lot of great teachers and mentors in the insurance industry to kind of help me know the right way to do this stuff. And because of that... I believe it puts me in a position to be able to help you because I don't, I didn't, I, I was able to cut a lot of learning curve in this insurance industry. And I'm grateful for that. I acknowledge it. And I think it's a good thing for every single person listening to this and every single person that works with my organization because we know the right way to do this stuff. Okay. We, our organization as a whole has been doing this for a long time and um, we know what works and we know what doesn't work. So today, I wanted to talk with you about how to get on Medicare Parts A and B after you turn 65. So let me start out by talk, talking about how it, you get on it when you're turning 65, because it's, it's relatively simple. There's a couple different ways you can do it. The first way is you can just go into your local Social Security office, sit down with someone, and they can do it for you. That's probably the most tedious and, and time-consuming and frustrating ways because if you've ever had to go into the social security office it's not <coughs> excuse me it's not fun okay I, i've had to do it several times i don't like it i don't enjoy it second way is you can make a phone appointment 
with social with with social security through their one eight hundred number, or you can just call. You can do it that way. That's all. That's that's little better than going in, but not much. Not much. The easiest way to get on Medicare A and B to enroll yourself when you are turning sixty five is basically 90 days before your birth month. Because keep in mind, Medicare always starts on the first of your birth month when you're turning 65. So let's say, okay, my birthday's August 13th. So if I was going to get on Medicare this year, I'm not. But let's say I was turning 65 this year. I would, my Medicare would start August 1. So what that means is 90 days before, so basically last month, I believe, if my math is correct, I would begin my window. 90 days before my birth month. And typically, Medicare is designed to start on the first of your birth month, okay? It can start other times, but it's trickier. It's just my recommendation if you're planning on taking it at 65, okay? So the easiest way is to just go on Social Security's website, ssa.gov, and and sign up there. It takes 10, 15 minutes. It might take longer now because they set up this new thing where if you don't have an account already, they make you create an account and you have to verify all kinds of pieces of identity and you know you have to answer like you know they give you multiple choice and they say out of these five auto loans which one did you take out and you're trying to think you're like that was 30 years ago gosh which one was it so that's kind of a pain but if you can get through that part enrolling is super simple takes about 10 to 15 minutes you just fill out some basic information about yourself and you're done you get a confirmation you can go back in and check it it's that's going to be your simplest route okay but I, there's so many people that end up postponing their Medicare and taking it later, after 65. How can someone do this? Well, it's very simple. You can, it, it's true if you don't take Medicare at 65, you'll get a penalty. However, there's a lot of misinformation about that. People, don't, people in the insurance industry, conveniently, I might add, don't typically tell you that if you're working and you have a current insurance policy, a medical health insurance policy through your work, you're able to postpone your Medicare until whenever you either retire or get off that plan or whatever the case is. And you can pick up Medicare later after that stops and you won't have any penalty. There's no punishment whatsoever to doing that. Okay, And that's conveniently left off. I think it's quite interesting that so many people don't know this. So they take Medicare at 65 anyway without knowing that they don't have to, okay? So it's quite simple. It's quite simple. Um, That's how you get on Medicare when you're turning 65. But it's a completely different process when you're over 65, and it's trickier, and you need to know how to do this if if this applies to you or someone that you know. Even if you're already on Medicare, you want to hear this information because chances are someone that you know is going to have to deal with this and you can help them quite a bit. Stay with me into segment two after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Welcome back, folks, to segment two of this week's Everything Medicare podcast. And again, I am Christian Brindle. This week we're talking about... Getting on to Medicare A and B and rolling onto Medicare A and B. Segment one, we talked about what to do if you're turning 65. It's simple. All right, there's those three methods. Go into the Social Security office, talk to them on the phone, 
both of which are horrible options, in my opinion, or do it online. My advice, do it online. Now, let's say you postpone Medicare because you're working and you have credible coverage through your work, or your spouse is working and has credible coverage where, where they work. Okay, those are, the two wa- those are the ways you can postpone your Medicare without any penalties or punishments. So, let's talk about how to get on Medicare in that case. Well, you might know what you're probably thinking. Can't I just get on the website and do it that way? No, won't work. Will that change someday? I hope so, but no, it won't work. (laughs) You got to love the government and how they make this fun and tricky. Okay, so here's my advice. Even if you postpone your Medicare, take Part A. Get on the website, at least take Part A. Decline Part B if you're going to postpone your Medicare. Why? Medicare Part A does not cost anything, number one, as long as you've worked in this country for at least 10 years of your life. Most folks have. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, even though it doesn't cost anything, it doesn't. Medicare Part A has very limited things it covers, but it gives you some kind of coverage in a, in a hospitalization situation. If you can get free coverage, why not? Number three, this is probably the most important of the three, it's a nuisance to get on Part A later. A nuisance. And I'll get into that in a second here. So just avoid the trouble. Take Part A at 65 no matter what you do. But let's say you're listening to this and you've already postponed your Medicare and you just didn't take A or B. And you want to know what your process is going to be. Buckle in. I'm going to go over all that. So let's start with Part A. If you are, let's say, 67, you're retiring, you're preparing to get on Medicare and you don't know how to do it, you can't do it on the website, there's two things you can do. You can go into the Social Security office and they can do Part A for you. Or you can do it on the phone. Those are two options. There's no form you can fill out and send in, nothing like that. Have to do one of those two things. So just avoid that trouble. My intention for every single person that I work with is that they never, ever have to go into the Social Security office for this. Never. But if you don't take Part A when you were 65... You're going to have to at least get on the phone with them. And who knows how long it takes to get someone on the line. You know, the hold times are ridiculous depending on where you live. And sometimes you can call the local office, but getting their numbers isn't easy. You can't find them on the internet. I have a bunch of them for places that I work, but that's because I'm me. You know, I have resources. Okay, so that's part A. There's no form to it. If you don't, that, that, that's what you have to do. Okay, have to do it. <clears throat> and usually, from my experience, they backdate your Part A effective date back to when you were 65. I see that quite a bit, actually. Sometimes not, if, you go, if it's years, but if it's in like a year after you turn 65 or something like that, I see that happen quite a bit. So, Part B, how do you get on Part B? Okay, Part B is kind of complicated. There are two forms that they require that you fill out and get to the Social Security office, one way or another. Now, what's fun about the Social Security office, and, and this is, or it's this way all over the country in every single office, they're so unorganized, and they're so dysfunctional, that if you call them and ask what you need to do, you will get a different answer from every single person that could possibly answer the phone. 
Yep. Most of the time, they don't even know what, what, what they're talking about. They're just talking. But they know they don't really answer to anybody. They're a government facility. You have to go through them. You don't have a choice. It's not like you can put them out of business. Maybe if you let, the only way you can do that is everybody left the country. I don't see that happening anytime soon. But you get my point. They don't care. They're like a DMV. If you ever worked with a really terrible DMV, here in my area, in the Salt Lake area, there's two DMVs that are close by to me. There's one that's awful and there's one that's fantastic. I don't know why one is so good and one is so bad and one is so poorly run and one is so well ran. I don't know. But a lot of social security offices across the country are like that bad DMV. Some are good, but I'd say there's more bad than good as far as how they're ran, the dysfunction, the the disorganization, okay? So despite what anybody tells you, this is what you have to do. There's two forms that you need to get. You can call Social Security and they can send them to you, or you can find them online. Just Google Medicare Part B forms or something like that, okay? I have them even, and I give them to people when I'm working with them, and I'm trying to help them through this. So there's two forms you need. The first form is basically just what's known as a Medicare Part B application. It's something that you fill out. It's super easy, just saying you want Part B. That's it. Just basic information. You don't need any help with that. The second form is a request for employment information. Now, what this is, this is a form that documents and and shows um, information about your employer plan that you had that you used to postpone Medicare for. They need this to be filled out by your employer, specifically most of the time your HR department. This is going to prove that you had credible coverage since you were 65, and this is how they know not to penalize you. If you try to get on Part B without this, even if you did have the credible plan, you're going to get penalized. Do not leave this form out. And this is tricky for a lot of people. This is very, very difficult. The reason being is because sometimes getting your HR to fill that out is hard. It just ends up on their desk and disappears. Depends on the company, of course. But that's, pro- that's what, why this is so tricky, getting them to fill it out and getting it back. And, in, and you have to make sure this all lines up in a timely manner as well. Okay. You don't want your Medicare to start a month after your group plan ended. You want to make sure that the Medicare starts the day your group plan ends so that the way there's no gaps in coverage. So you have to make sure this is all timed right. My advice is you, stro- you want to start this process two, three months before you're planning on retiring. Okay. But yeah, so you need those forms. You get those forms and you can either mail them to your local office or fax them. I'd recommend doing both if you're able to. And that's all you have to do. Now, sometimes, even if you do all that, you could do everything right. It still won't work. Because I've seen certain Social Security offices, these papers get sent to them and they get lost. No one knows what happened to them. They fall into a black hole. They disappear forever. And let's say you didn't make a copy of them. You you have to get them all over again. That's happened. Make a copy before you mail them in. I've also seen it where... There's a, there's a problem, something, you know, let's say you're drawing off your spouse's Medicare and they need information, they need something, you know, like marriage certificates, something like that. They won't let you know sometimes. 
Sometimes they'll send you something in the mail. Sometimes someone will call you. But more often than not, they won't let you know, and they'll just hold it, and they'll wait for you to call, and you have no idea what's going on, and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. If you sent these in and you haven't heard anything within a two-week span, call the office you sent it to and check on it. Bug them. Pester them. You have to do it. I've also seen people that wanted to get on Medicare because it was a better option than their current group plan. So they still had their group plan. It hadn't ended. And the people at Social Security looked at this, and they wanted to make sure they really wanted their Part B, even though they had the option of postponing it. They wanted to make sure they really wanted it. So they held it, waited for them to call. This went on for months, I um, have you. Um, they just held it, waited for a call, didn't send anything out. Nobody communicated. And when the person called, they just said, oh, we just, we just were waiting for you to call. We just wanted to make sure you really wanted this. They said, yeah, that's why I sent it in. And they said, okay. And then they flipped it on. Anything can happen. Anything. So you have to be on them. That's why I said this is a process. This is not easy. That being said, once it's done, you'd never have to deal with this again. So take it with a grain of salt. I know it sucks. Excuse my language. It does, though. It's terrible. They have a horrible um, hoops, a line of a horrible line of hoops they make people on Medicare jump through to get this stuff done. But this should be a guidance episode to help you do that. Stay with me into segment three, folks, after a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll finish out this out with segment three. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back, welcome back. Then thank you for sticking with me all the way to the end of this. I hope this helped you. I really, really do. Because this process is so hard for people when they're doing it on their own. I feel for people. This is ridiculous. And it shouldn't be this hard. It really shouldn't, but it is. I'm sorry. My job and really all I can do and anyone can do in the insurance industry really is to help guide you through it. And I hope that this, that's what this episode did. One more thing I wanted to talk about, and that's your Medicare Part B premium. And this is something that's important, really, no matter whether you're getting on at 65 or whether you're getting on later. But, okay, so Medicare Part B has a premium. This year, it's $135.50 per month. That's the same for everybody. Now, it changes from year to year. It could be different next year. That's 2019. So if you're listening to this in 2020, keep that in mind might not be 135.50 in 2020. We don't know yet. I will let you know on a, on a future episode as soon as I know. But has a premium. Now, if you make a significantly high income, they can charge you more. Okay? So let's say the most common way for people to pay their Part B premium is to have it withdrawn, deducted from their Social Security check. Let's say you're not drawing off Social Security yet. Let's say you're not getting monthly retirement benefits from Social Security yet, which a lot of people aren't. So a lot of people are waiting until 66 or 70 or something like that, and let's say you're not. There's two ways you can pay. The first way is they'll send you a bill in the mail for three months' worth of premium quarterly. They can't send you a bill month to month. If you want to pay month to month, you have to set it up 
through automatic bank withdrawal. Here's the thing. You can't call them and set that up. There's a form you need to send them to set that up. And that form needs to be signed by someone at your bank. Yeah, I said that right. Has to be signed by someone at your bank. See the hoops they make people jump through? Now, this form is called Form SF-5510. Again, I'm going to say that Form SF-5510. Google it. You can download it, print it off. Um, But that's how you get around paying that Part B premium every three months. And like I said, this goes for people. doesn't matter what age you are. It it only impacts you if you're not drawing off your Social Security check because otherwise your Part B will just come out of that monthly every month. Okay? So... Keep that in mind. But yeah, Form SF-5510. Now, here's the thing about that form. It takes two to three months for them to process it. So I, as much as I hate this, this is the best way to do this. When you first get onto Part B, if you're in this situation and you're not drawing off Social Security, you're going to get that bill in the mail for three months. Just write the check, pay it for the three months, put the form filled out, inside the envelope and mail it all in together. And then by the time your next three months are due, it'll be set up and it'll start coming out of the bank account every month. That's the best way to go about it. But yeah, it's ridiculous. They shouldn't make it this difficult. They do. I'm always advocating and screaming to anyone that will listen to make it easier. But like I've always said, I'm just some guy and they're the government. They don't care what I think. But that won't stop me. And for the time being, my job is to guide you through this stuff. Folks, thank you so much for listening week after week. I really, really hope this helped you. And if you already doesn't apply to you, share it with someone that you know. Share this episode to someone that you know. Post it on your favorite social media link to it. You might be able to help somebody more than you know. Because I've seen people have breakdowns trying to figure this stuff out. Really, I have. So help somebody. Share it with somebody that you know. Help them make this process easier because I guarantee you, if you don't know what to do and you're going through this by yourself, you listen to this and you take, follow it step by step. It's going to be 10 times easier. I guarantee it. Folks, if you are on Medicare or you're about to be on Medicare and you just would like someone to either help you pick a plan or compare your plan to make sure you're on the best thing. And you happen to live in Utah where I live, Florida and Idaho. Those are the three states my company is licensed to work with people in. We're always adding more states. But give my office a call if you'd like a free, no-obligation consultation. I can't promise I can help everybody, but we, would, we can at least make sure you're on the best thing for you. Or if you're just getting under Medicare, we can find you the best available option. We work with every single insurance company in the industry, um, and we can help you. My office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Call anytime. I'm happy to talk with you. If you don't live in one of those three states, you live in one of the other 47, and you just like to pick my brain a little more, I wrote a book for people like you. It's called Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. Go to Amazon, type in Medicare Guidance. It's a red book with a Medicare card in it, or just type in Christian Brindle. You'll see it. And um, it's $5.50 right now. There's a chapter on everything you need to know to make a good decision. There's a chapter on A and B. There's a chapter on supplements. There's a chapter on advantage plans. There's a chapter on drug plans. You read that book cover to cover, you'll know more about Medicare than 90 plus percent of the population, including a lot of agents, probably yours, if you have one. 
and you'll be better equipped to make a good decision. For $5.50, folks, we're practically giving it away. I really encourage you to pick it up with shipping and handling. Everything is probably going to be 10 bucks at the most. So for probably 10 bucks, you could make a better decision that could potentially save you thousands, if not tens of thousands. For some of you, maybe hundreds of thousands on claims, making sure certain medical bills are covered correctly, premiums, everything. You can save yourself tons more money. It's a no-brainer. It's an investment in making a good decision in, in you. I highly encourage you to do it. It's going to help. I break this stuff down in such a simple way. Anybody could understand it if they read the book. So go pick it up today. Don't wait. Amazon, Medicare guidance, picking the plan for you. Again, folks, thank you so much. We'll be with you back on Monday. And then next Saturday, we'll be launching our interview with Justin Brock. So do not miss that. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Take care.